0: Hey, welcome to another Enneagram podcast.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yet another Enneagram podcast. But this one's different. Another Enneagram podcast is here to help you be a better leader for your team.
0: We know leadership is already challenging enough, and it can be downright frustrating when your team communication breaks down. Another Enneagram
1: podcast is here to tell you stories of leaders just like you who are learning how to lead their teams better with the Enneagram. If you want your team to communicate better, be more productive and love their jobs, another Enneagram podcast is for you. Hey, welcome back to another Enneagram podcast. I am your co-host Ryan with my other co-host Cody and we're continuing our rapid fire series today on the top 10 questions that I get about the Enneagram. So these are shorter episodes than our normal ones, but I think they will be particularly helpful to people uh, to understand the Enneagram. So Cody, ready for the question today? Let's go. All right, this one is fun. This is number nine on our list. The question is, what's up with the weird symbol? It kind of looks
0: like a pentagram. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I first saw it, I was kind of like, uh, wh- what is this cult I'm about to join? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it's actually really useful when you kind of understand the layout of the, of the, the picture itself, the that gram itself. Um, yeah, Ron, you can probably explain the lines and everything like that better. Um, I know them as lines of integration and disintegration. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the actual way the the gram looks, the symbol looks is actually a really useful way. It it helps explain more about how the, the Enneagram works, how it flows, how it functions. And so, yeah, I'll let you handle the rest of that one. Yeah. You called it like lines of integration and disintegration.
1: Um, depending on who you talk to, you'll hear different terminology for it, but, uh, whatever the the term is, uh, like I use stress lines and security lines is what mm. I would typically say. Um, but whatever term that you hear or whatever term people say, what it means is that there's a lot of information contained within those lines, right? Uh, the symbol that you see when you see the enneagram is not random. it's not just something that somebody put together that thought was cool. Like there's actually meaning to every single part of it. And so once you understand the system, all those different lines, regardless of what you call them, will start to make a lot of sense and give you a Mm -hmm. lot of insight into, you know, different uh, Enneagram types and the things they take on under stress or when they're relaxed. Right. Uh, And so there's a lot of value in knowing those. I will say I've only been accused of witchcraft once uh, when (laughs) teaching the Enneagram. Uh, and that that was kind of funny i um I was at well, I won't say where I was at exactly, but um, there was one person who really didn't like how the symbol looked, and in the survey afterwards um, that was that was the feedback I got that he was kind of not down with the uh the witchcraft thing and and so the joke <laughs> that I started making after that uh, whenever I thought I might be in an environment where people might be concerned about that is that I would say, "Look." The enneagram is a nine-pointed diagram. It's literally what the word means, right? Mm-hmm. The pentagram, which you are worried about right now, has five points, right? <laughs> which means that a square is technically closer to a pentagram than the enneagram is. We're, we're <laughs> multiple points off here, um, yeah. and so, so it it can look weird, but once you understand like what everything in it means, uh, then it all begins to make a lot of sense, and it's actually really helpful. Uh, Mm -hmm. The symbol itself is really
0: helpful and it's not just a, not just a symbol or an icon or a logo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that you said it's not random. Like it's, it's intentional. Um, I think some people look at that, the, um, the symbol itself and think it's like a logo that like, it's like the branding for the Enneagram. Um, (laughs) But it's actually, but it's actually a tool that you'll continue to reference over and over and over again. Um, It helps you lay out the idea of, of triads and, um, different, different groupings and, um, like you said, your stress and security points and different things like that. Um, and then even when you start talking about types like number nine and how they sit at the top of the Enneagram, there's different things in there that um, you will continue to reference um, the symbol itself. And so, um, yeah, think, I'm actually very thankful for the way it's laid out because it, they, very early, uh, they very easily could have made it much more complicated Um, but it's uh, it's something that's actually quite useful. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, anything else on that one? No, that's it, man.
1: Okay, we'll be back for number eight. Hey, thanks for joining us today on another Enneagram podcast.
0: As fellow leaders, we know it can be frustrating when it seems like you always run into the same problems on your team with the same people. But leaders just like you are learning how to lead their teams better using the Enneagram and you can too.
1: So if you like what you heard today, we would love it if you would share this podcast on social media. And leave a rating or review wherever
0: you listen to podcasts, preferably only good, you know, reviews and ratings. That would be great. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram. or at another Enneagram or head over to our website, anotherenneagram.com. Thanks for
1: listening. And we'll see you on the next episode of another Enneagram podcast.